Welcome to this week's edition of Tiger Talk. My name is Will Kohlmeyer. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at one of the premier two-year institutions in the entire country, nationally ranked in so many categories. Of course, this Tiger Talk podcast promotes all areas of our nationally ranked institution, including all of the different career and tech options that students have, not only the traditional students, but the non-traditional, those adult learners that are coming back to school. And in our first segment today, our guest is Jeff Melson. He's the drafting, design, and 3D modeling technology instructor here at Northeast. And first of all, Jeff, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thank you, Will. Always good to be with you. Well, it's always good to have you because there are so, there's so much to talk about. There's so much happening within uh, your program. Just give us an update on the latest. Will, it's such a busy time right now, and I, I can't say enough about my freshman class. Uh, there's so much talent and potential there, and they're working so hard each day to learn the software uh, that our different industries use, and uh, their attitude and their work ethic are just tremendous. Uh, my sophomores are in their last few months, and they're working on their special projects. Uh, these are capstone final projects uh, where they use what they've learned over the past two years and uh, listen to this variety. I'm seeing both 2D and 3D house plans, a large 3D excavator design, a real-life grocery store renovation project, a scooter, a sofa, a flashing traffic sign, and a 3D model of the Philadelphia Phillies baseball stadium. That's crazy. I mean, you talk about variety. That's exactly what you've got. And that variety speaks to the many different directions that my graduates go into the job market. I tell people all the time, nothing happens by accident. Everything has to be designed. And wherever things are made, someone's there designing with AutoCAD, SolidWorks, or Revit, uh, which are the three types of software that we use. Just look at last year's graduates. You will find them at a global engineering firm in Houston, Texas, an industrial equipment manufacturer in IUCA, uh, the Mississippi Department of Transportation, a structural engineering firm in Tupelo, a furniture manufacturer for Pottery Barn and West Elm, a global material handling firm in Saltillo, a signage company in Savannah, Tennessee, and one graduate decided to go all in and start his own business, and he's knocking it out. He's just killing it each day and growing by leaps and bounds, so we're really proud of him, too. No doubt about that. And, of course, that just speaks volumes to your program. And it also, like this past week, we had some career technology high school students from all across northeast Mississippi. They came to campus a couple days, and you talk about getting their attention. That turns some heads as well. And that just makes it, you know, meaningful in a completely different way. We have hosted many local groups of high school students this week from our district, and it's always good to tell them about the programs for sure and the possibilities that exist uh, with a drafting degree, but it's equally important just to talk to them about changes that are coming in their lives. Uh, high school tends to be like living in a bubble for some of these students. When they have to step out of that bubble and be, be an independent young adult who has to maybe get a job for the first time, or they have to pay taxes and start managing their time and their money and responsibilities, maybe even relationship, life certainly changes. Uh, and that's one of the things I spend time talking to those tour groups about, uh, just being thoughtful and intentional about their lives and their decisions. And that certainly carries over to the students and the classes in the program. In career and technical education, we're the last instruction our students receive before being sent out into that workforce, into people, and uh, in, both individually and as organizations, into taxes and into relationships. And we would be doing them a disservice if we didn't have those discussions and try to help them in those areas. And that matters. Uh, I received many, many emails from former students 
and we talk about their jobs, but most of the conversation centers around those life issues, and, and it's really just a continuation of those conversations that we started while they were students. Uh, speaking of continuation, we also need to get the word out that our state universities have now created a pathway to use those Associates of Applied Science degrees toward a Bachelor's of Applied Science. That's a big deal because in the past, uh, once you got your Associates of Applied Science, that was pretty much it. You went to work and uh, didn't really continue your education. Now you can. Mm, very nice. I tell you what, and another plus, something that's really starting to turn some heads around the area is our Tiger Apprenticeship program. Uh, talk a little bit about that and how important that is for our students to really get that experience even before they graduate. Oh, yeah. Northeast. Early on, I tell my students that I want you to do one thing. I want you to go out and pay a lot of taxes. Mm -hmm. And after a minute, it sinks in. They figure out what I mean, and that's that they have a, you know found a good job, uh, which is you know always the goal. Uh, the drafting program has always had high job placement. But when the Tiger Apprenticeship came along two years ago, wow, uh, there are certain things that you recognize and you know have potential, uh, but you just don't expect how fast it will grow or how big it will be. The Tiger Apprenticeship was one of those things. In two short years, 21 drafting students have been chosen for apprenticeships. Those apprentices span six different industries. You've got telecommunications, furniture manufacturing, engineering, transportation, computer and industrial technology and industrial manufacturing. What an opportunity. I mean, these apprentices are in school two days a week and working three days a week. Not only are they paid, they're getting valuable work experience to supplement what they're learning here at Northeast. That means more than those students even realize to their skill development and their professional development. Uh, the apprenticeship program has tr been tremendous for my students. I don't think there's any question. I tell you what, sometimes it got, kind of gets lost in the shuffle, but actually your students, not only have the Tiger Apprenticeship, but they help out other areas of just the college. They do. We've, we've had projects at uh, Seth Pounds. We're working on some right now for Seth Pounds Auditorium. Uh, we've also worked with Heinz Hall to uh, build a, a sound booth in the back of that auditorium. So anything we can do to, uh, of course, assist the college is a good thing but it gives those students experience that they're not going to get otherwise. And, that, you know, you can't put a price on that. Work is always different. For, school's good. You know, what they're learning in the classroom is good, but that work experience is just over the top. Yeah, and that technology. I know it's changed for you through the years as an instructor, but also for the students and what the technology you're bringing to them on a daily basis. I picked this software up uh, 20, 25 years ago and used it for 11 years in industry before I came back here. And, you know, while some things do stay the same, there's certainly a lot of change, and, and we keep up with it. And we're offering the latest versions of all the software so that those students are ready when they leave here. You know, they, they need to go out and be ready to, for an entry-level position and, and so they can contribute to these companies. And, you know, we have a lot of people here helping us with that. And, and you know, back to the Tiger Apprenticeship for just a second. Uh, have to say big thanks to Mr. Maddox and Ms. Cobb. They put so much work into that and just the, the paperwork that's involved and the, the tracking and the, you know, just constant monitoring. They do a great job with it and it's such a blessing to the, to the program. You mentioned Kerry Cobb, you mentioned Jason Maddox, but it is really a team campus-wide effort, isn't it? It is, and, you know, I, I guess uh, while I've got a chance, I don't get to speak to everyone at one time, but 
I just want to say thank you to everyone around campus who supports the program. Uh, there's so many people who are helping spread the word about what we offer, and in and, and doing so, you're opening eyes to possibilities and opportunities that, that will make an impact on these students' lives. You can't put a price on that, uh, so thank you. And, and so many of you are so gracious around campus just to you know say a kind word of encouragement, uh, either through e email or face-to-face, -face. and you know that's just Northeast vintage Northeast. All of my family here at Northeast. Jeff, keep up the wonderful work and thank you so much for your time this well, week. Well, thank you. Always good to be with you. Before we visit with our next guests, we need to tell you that a multi-year project came to fruition this past Saturday as Northeast Mississippi Community College, the United States of America's Department of Interior's National Park Service, the City of Corinth, the Mississippi Humanities Council, the Corinth Convention and Visitors Bureau, and the Mississippi Hills National Heritage Area all came together to present First Steps to Freedom Corinth Contraband Experience at the Corinth Civic Coliseum. We had a terrific turnout. Ne nearly 375 were on hand. Members of the Northeast Fine Arts Division aided with musical accompaniment for the program. Our nationally ranked Scholars Bowl team, who we featured on last week's show, finished in a tie for 17th at the National Academic Quiz Tournament's 2020 Community College Championship Tournament over the weekend in Orlando, Florida. Captain Elizabeth Cowan of Vicksburg, who we had on the show, finished 11th overall in the individual standings, and along with Catherine Hewn, led the competition with toss-ups heard with 291 questions. Host Valencia College won the tournament with a perfect 12-0 record. Northeast had one of the top six overall records at 6-5. Our all-female team competed against schools from Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, Kentucky, Alabama and Florida. Northeast was the only team from Mississippi to compete in this year's Community College Championship Tournament. We also need to congratulate all of our Northeast students who attended and placed at the PBL state competition this past week. These students will be representing Northeast at the national level this summer in Salt Lake City, Utah. Congratulations as well to the Northeast DECA hospitality team, which had 10 individuals placed at the state DECA competition over the weekend on the Mississippi State University Meridian campus. Anthony Morrison has placed first in the state for his Microsoft Office Word certification and Excel certification exams. He will be competing nationally in June at the Certiport Microsoft Office Specialist World Competition in Dallas, Texas. We had 17 students placed in the Northeast Mississippi Community College Tiger Symmetry Creative Writing Contest. The top two from each division will advance to the state competition later this semester. And finally, we are excited to announce that Dr. Amanda Maddox of Northeast is one of the top five finalists for the 2020 Mississippi Virtual Community College Instructor of the Year Award. Our very own Dr. Carlina Benjamin of Northeast won this prestigious award last year. You and your friends are listening to Tiger Talk. My next guest is Melanie Shin. She's an art instructor here at Northeast Mississippi Community College. And first of all, Melanie, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thanks, Will. Good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. You had a huge event. The Mississippi Community and Junior College Art Instructors Association State Art Competition. We had 12 of the 15 community colleges uh, represented. It's a big deal for us to host. Just the second time this last uh, decade, you were saying. That's right. Uh, the community college art show rotates among the participating schools, 
and typically by the time we make it through the rotation it is nine or ten years before it comes back to us so this is a great opportunity for not only our students but for the local community to come in and see what all the community colleges are doing what kind of artistic talents we have on exhibit um, it's just a really great chance to see some beautiful work yeah no doubt about that and we'll talk about these entries will be on display all month long uh, here at Northeast in just a moment. But I know um, we had the opening reception last night. Students found out who did what, uh, and I understand Northeast was well represented. Right. Northeast, we had students who placed in three of the categories, um, a placement in painting, drawing, and in ceramics. Students were very excited about that because they know that the quality of work that they're producing here is as good as we could possibly expect to place in a large-scale competition like this. You just listed a few of the categories. How about the rest of the categories that uh, these students were uh, battling it out? Um, well, um, in addition to that, we have two-dimensional and three-dimensional design. We have digital and computer arts, photography, printmaking, um, and each of these categories were ranked first, second, and third, along with honorable mentions. And since drawing was such a large category this year, there were additional honor honorable mentions that were awarded because there were just simply so many entries. About half the gallery was full of drawing. No doubt about that. And you said the uh, Northeast Tiger did very well. It was right there at Best of Show as well. Um, we had um, one of the highest placements was Katie Beth Watkins with her symbolic still life drawing. She won first place in drawing, and that was very, very close with the, with the best in show in that category. That's absolutely terrific. Wonderful news. Uh, I understand our president, he does so much for all of us, but uh, Dr. Ricky Ford, he gets a big assist, a huge help when it comes to hosting this event. That's right. Um, we do receive funds from the Community College Presidential Board. Um, President Ford was certainly behind their efforts. We had increased a, um, requested a slight increase in funding this year, which we did receive. So we were able to fully fund all of the awards, um, the judges coming in out of district to, um, to judge the works, and also uh, to sponsor the receptions as well. That's wonderful. And here's the good news, folks. A special treat that these entries will be on display all month long. Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. will not be open the week of spring break, which is March 9th to the 13th. Uh, but this is really, when I tell you a special treat, there some people will be amazed by the terrific work, won't they? Yes, I think they will. And just to see what level of work is coming out of the community colleges, um, it also gives us a good sense of, you know, where the students want to go beyond this and a special, special interest that they may have. The thing that I really want people to understand about this this show as well is is that you know a lot of times we look at the we look at the work which a lot of them are designated projects but there is a lot of individual personal expression and talent here that you just really have a rare occasion to see. Absolutely. Now let's talk specifically art classes here at Northeast Mississippi uh, Community College. What kind of art classes do we offer here? Well, we have, a, we have a great variety of classes that, student, that students can take, whether they are art majors or if they are simply wanting to take an elective course. Um, we offer, of course, a lot of art appreciation classes, both seated classes and online. We have a lot of, our, of course, our non-majors taking those classes. We have the studio classes, design one and two, drawing one and two, painting, which we offer watercolor and acrylic. We have photography, 3D design, 
interior design, computer art, ceramics, and figure drawing. I think that's everything. Wow. Uh, I also I also teach the art history classes for my majors. So anyway, we have a great um, variety of courses, so students can pick and choose from the electives that they want to take if they're a major. And all of those course courses are in the state articulation agreement, so they would easily should easily transfer to any of the four-year institutions whenever they get ready to advance to that level. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, before you go, we got to give a shout out to that Northeast Art family. You guys close knit, aren't you? Yes, we have two additional instructors besides myself. We have Jenna Donegan and Terry Anderson. And without the two of them, there is no way we could pull off any kind of show like this. It really takes it takes a effort from everyone pulling all this together. Um, the students in the exhibition classes did a great job helping install the show. We wouldn't have this type of thing happening without the support of colleagues like that and without the support of our um, division head as well, Dr. Ray Harris. So I think it's very important to recognize recognize how uh, closely together we do work on this and that we all have the incentive to make it a very successful show. Yeah, and it's, it definitely shows up, no doubt about that. Uh, what about somebody if uh, they're listening, not only traditional students, maybe coming from high school, but even a non-traditional, your adult learners, that they're thinking about, man, I need to come back and, and take some uh, smart classes. What's the best way that they can get information on what uh, everything that we have to offer here at Northeast? Oh, um, contact admissions office. Contact the admissions office. They can give you information on, you know, classes that you might want to take. Um, for students who are non-majors, there are certain classes that they can take on an elective basis if it will fit in with their schedule. There's no, um, no prerequisite on some of the classes. That would be uh, an option that's available to them. Okay, so if you're 62 or older, free. Free tuition. Now, you're going to have to pay for some fees, but the tuition is free. And, Melanie, you were telling me uh, before we went on the air that your adult learners, those non-traditional students, wow, they bring it, don't they? They do because a lot of our non-traditional students may have had previous careers in a lot of different professions, but they have had that artistic inspiration that they have wanted to um, to learn learn more about they wanted to hone their skills and this is a great place for them to do it and they raise the bar they um, do very well they do very well in our courses they're really dedicated and um, very prolific in their work so um, I, we really enjoy having our non-traditional students in in the classes because it gives a different mix to the class and it also adds you know, inspiration for, for the younger students to see that, you know, that older students, everyone of any age can participate in the art programs. Absolutely. Great advice. Melanie, can't thank you enough. Keep up the great work and congrats on hosting a terrific event. Okay. Thanks a lot. What's coming up at Northeast? Tomorrow, Wednesday, March 4th, NEMCC's 12th-ranked baseball team heads to Jackson, Tennessee to take on the Jackson State Community College Green Jays. First pitch for the doubleheader is set for 2 o'clock. Our Northeast softball program will also be in Jackson, Tennessee tomorrow as well. The doubleheader starts at noon. This is a makeup twin bill after yesterday's postponement. On Friday, Northeast will be buzzing with activity before spring break officially starts as the college plays host to the 27th annual NEMCC High School Mathematics and Sciences Competition for area middle and high schools beginning at 8 a.m. 
Also, after being away from home for two weeks, the Northeast softball team returns to the NEMCC baseball softball complex and opens MACJC play as the Lady Tigers host Hines Community College. First pitch of the doubleheader is set for 2 o'clock. On Saturday, Northeast's baseball team kicks off spring break 2020 with a four-game homestand against Marshalltown Community College at the NEMCC Baseball Softball Complex. First pitch for the Saturday doubleheader against the Tigers from Marshalltown, Iowa, is set for 2 o'clock on Sunday. Another double dip scheduled for these two teams. First pitch for the Sunday doubleheader is set for 1 p.m. For more information on any of these events or other events that are happening at Northeast over the next couple of weeks, check out our weekly newsletter, which can be found on our social media accounts or in your Northeast email. And with that, we put a wrap on this week's show. Special thanks to Michael Miller for all he does each week to get this program on the air. So for Jeff Melson and Melanie Shin, I'm Will Colmeyer saying thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you in two weeks right here on Tiger Talk.